welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hey friends, I hope you're doing well. In this episode, we're going to chat all about intermittent fasting. And this is another solo episode. You guys have been telling me that you really like the solo episode. So I'm going to focus on doing a little bit more of those over the next couple of months. Now, intermittent fasting is probably nothing new to you. It's been around for a while and it's been trending for a while and you might have tried it personally, or at least you likely know someone who's tried it. Intermittent fasting is increasing in popularity, mainly because it actually can be really simple. It is effective for weight loss and it's got a lot of other health benefits as well. However, there are definitely some drawbacks, which we'll get to in a minute. Intermittent fasting involves reducing your feeding window, which is basically the time period in which you eat. And certain types of fasting also involve reducing your calorie intake as well. So the most common types of intermittent fasting include 5-2 fasting, which is basically fasting on two days a week, alternate day fasting, and daily time-restricted feeding. So each of these types are effective. So if you wanted to try fasting, then you can basically just choose whichever type is going to fit in best with your lifestyle. But I will let you know what I recommend around this later in the episode. One of the main challenges of fasting is fitting it in with your lifestyle. So many of our social occasions are food focused, so it can be quite difficult if you're trying to eat within a certain window. It can also be difficult to fit it in with your daily life. So for example, if you're supposed to be fasting until 10am, your work may not look so favorably upon you, you know, eating your first meal of the day at 10am if you're supposed to be sitting at your desk getting stuck into work. So how does intermittent fasting actually work? Our cells are fueled by glucose and fatty acids. So many of us rely on sugar and carbohydrates as our main fuel source, which can lead to low energy and the 3pm slump and energy crashes. During fasting, fats are converted to ketones, which provide an efficient form of energy for the brain and other body tissues. This can result in a bit of a metabolic switch from mainly using glucose for fuel to relying more on ketones for fuel. So let's have a chat now about the benefits of intermittent fasting. So over time, it can reduce abdominal fat, lower blood pressure, reduce inflammation and improve gut health. Studies also show that it can improve brain function and protect against neurodegenerative diseases. Intermittent fasting also stimulates autophagy, which is the removal of any damaged cells to promote the development of new, healthier cells. While intermittent fasting is effective for weight loss, some studies show that it's not necessarily better than any other diets. So if you can make it fit in with your lifestyle and you're interested in the health benefits, then it might be worthwhile considering. Let's talk about intermittent fasting and gut health for a minute. 
One of the times that I really do see this being beneficial is when someone is experiencing a lot of reflux or a lot of inflammation or irritation in the gut. Basically means that your gut, your digestive system has time to do its job in between meals. It's not constantly dealing with the next load of food. So intermittent fasting in conjunction with healing and soothing liquids and supplements can be really helpful. However, this is a short-term solution. We want to make sure that we're actually addressing the root cause of the reflux or whatever it is that you're experiencing so that you are able to eat more regularly and eat a wide variety of foods. Just a short break from the episode to let you know that I'm currently offering free strategy sessions. This is a 20-minute call with me to discuss your current health challenges and goals and for you to find out more about how functional nutrition can support you. If you're sick and tired of putting up with frustrating symptoms and you're ready to wake up feeling light, energized and healthy, I reckon it's time to take action. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash strategy session or the link in the show notes to book your free strategy session. Okay, so we've spoken all about the benefits of intermittent fasting. The evidence is there and yes, it looks like there are a lot of benefits. But what I actually see in clinical practice is quite different. I find that most people try intermittent fasting for weight loss And instead of weight loss, what I often see long-term is weight gain and a huge stress on the body, which leads to our body's stress management system, the HPA access being thrown out of balance, which further fuels this whole vicious cycle. I've seen clients with insomnia and dysregulated sleep, having huge energy crashes and all sorts of adverse effects from intermittent fasting. Here's why I think this is. First up, most people intermittent fast by just skipping breakfast because it's really the easiest way to do it. However, that's already putting your body in a super stressed out state in the morning and it's only going to go downhill from there. What I would suggest instead is to eat breakfast within around half an hour of waking up and instead increase the amount of time between your last meal of the day and when you go to bed. This will mean that you have fuel to get you through the day, you still get the benefits of fasting, and you're also giving your digestive system the chance to do its job before going to sleep, which is great for your gut and your sleep quality as well. The next big no-no I see is people skipping breakfast or, you know, intermittent fasting, whatever you want to call it, and drinking a bunch of coffee. This just adds more fuel to the stressed out fire. Eat breakfast first, then have your coffee. The next issue with fasting is that people just aren't physically prepared in a lot of cases. If your body is under a lot of stress and you're not feeling healthy and resilient, fasting is just going to be an added source of stress on the body. So if you're struggling with symptoms and not feeling super healthy, I'd probably avoid fasting altogether for now or do what I mentioned before and just eat your last meal of the day a little bit earlier. Another issue I have with intermittent fasting is that it doesn't take into account food quality. And obviously it's not just when we eat that matters, it's also what we eat. So if you want to find out more about the way of eating I recommend, go and check out episode number 42 of this podcast titled, What the Hell Do I Eat? Okay, so as you can see, I don't love intermittent fasting for most people. 
However, I definitely believe it can be beneficial if you do it in the right way. So if you want to give it a go, here's how I'd recommend getting started. Time-restricted feeding is a simple way to get started with intermittent fasting. Here's the process of doing that. Look at your current feeding window. So what time do you eat in the morning? What time do you have your first meal? And what time is your last meal or snack of the day? How many hours is that feeding window? So for example, if you're having your first meal at 8 a.m. and your last meal is finished by 8 p.m., you have a 12-hour feeding window. Next, we want to gradually reduce that window by one to two hours to start with. So if you're currently eating in a 12-hour window, so between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., we want to reduce that to around 10 hours for a month. So that would be, you know, having breakfast at 8 a.m. and having your last meal of the day done by 6 p.m. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, I'd always suggest eating within around half an hour of waking up. So we're just going to move our dinner an hour or two earlier in the day. Common side effects of intermittent fasting that you might experience include hunger, irritability, and difficulty concentrating. However, these things will usually disappear after a couple of weeks. If after a couple of weeks you still feel like crap, please don't push it. Give the fasting a rest, work on creating a strong and resilient body, and then come back to it when you're feeling ready. So eat your veggies, eat your healthy fats and quality protein, and consider experimenting with fasting for added benefits, as long as you're feeling resilient enough to handle it. And as with anything, trust your body, trust the signs and symptoms of your body, and do what is best for you. You know your body best. Thank you so much for being here. If you're enjoying the podcast and getting value out of it, share it with a friend. And I'd be so stoked if you took a minute to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. If you do this, take a screenshot and send it to me via email, hello at frandargaville.com. And I'll send you my gut-friendly meal prep guide and gut healing roadmap for free. Have an awesome day, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.